Pastor Varun and Pastor Don Mahaprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. Okay, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you by faith. We receive your word. We want to understand. Give us revelation. Give us, Lord, understanding and insight. And not only to understand the truth, but we can practice in everyday life, Father. We want to learn from your Holy Spirit today. May the heavens shine the light of the word upon our spirit and soul today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Today we'd like to talk about the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is mentioned all the time. You know, when we hear the sermon or when we hear people pray that we plead the blood of Jesus on you or we say that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. But many times we don't really understand the benefit that came to us by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to look in the scripture to see what the scripture say about the blood of Jesus Christ. So the first question is, what does the blood of Jesus do for us as a Christian? What does it do to us? When we get a phone like iPhone, you need to study a little bit. You play around to find out what does an iPhone do for you? Can we send text message? Can we uh, get into internet? Can do email? Can we do email to the iPhone? We are so good in finding the benefit of the technology. The TV, the uh, telephone, the computer, the camera. We spend a lot of time finding the benefit of each equipment. But as Christian, we need to understand the benefit that God has given to us. And one of the things that God has given to us beside the Word, the Holy Spirit, the name of Jesus, God also has given us the blood of Jesus. This is a spiritual thing. It's not like we carry around a bucket of blood <laughs> in the world. and just, Oh, I have the blood of Jesus in my bucket here. No, we are not talking about the physical blood. We are talking about the spiritual meaning and the spiritual benefit of the blood of Jesus that was shed 2,000 plus years ago. What does the blood of Jesus do for us? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12 says, Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, his means Jesus, with Jesus' own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Everyone say redemption. Redemption. So through the blood of Jesus Christ, we obtain redemption. What does it mean? Before you and I became a Christian, we were slaves to sin. We were slaves to the devil. We were controlled by the devil. Our life was not free. We were slaves to darkness. He owns us. 
he controls us, he manipulates us, he tries to do everything to destroy us. In order to get our life out of his hand, God has to pay something for us. Have you ever watched the movie that talk about kidnapping? I watched a few of them, like in, in Central America or in Mexico. One time I watched a movie, I don't remember the name, but in Mexico, a group of people kidnap a child, and the main actor have to give his own life to get that child back to the parents. He actually he died, that man, and he was willing to give his life to save that girl back to the home of the parents. So the same thing here, Jesus shed his blood to redeem, to pay for us, so that we can be free from the hand of the devil. Redemption. Okay, so that's number one. The blood redeems us from the hand of the devil. Look at the second one. First John chapter one, verses seven to nine. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sin, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The second thing that the blood of Jesus has done for us is to wash away, to cleanse us from our sin. But there is a condition here. Even though the blood of Jesus was given us by grace, but our part we need to walk with Jesus. We need to have relationship with Jesus. The Bible says we need to have fellowship with Christ. Walk in the light. What does it mean walking in the light? Can you answer? What does it mean walking in the light? The Bible talk about the light of the Word of God. Is that right? The light, the kingdom of light. So we walk according to the Bible. We are the part of the kingdom of God. And not only that, we don't hide or try to conceal our sin, put the sin away, and not no one knows about it. We need to confess. We need to be genuine. We need to admit our fault. We can confess our sin to God and to one another. Admit that we are wrong. We need to change. That is walking in the light. Be honest to God. Admit what we are wrong, and we ask God to change us. And we keep doing that, walking in relationship with Christ, and walking in the light, being honest, be open. Don't try to hide anything from God, and like a hypocrite, you know, you act one way, but behind the scene, you do another way. That is not walking in the light. Then the blood of Jesus will cleanse us from sin. We can walk around knowing that. We are not contaminated by sin anymore. We are cleansed. We are forgiven. That's number two. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from sin. Number three. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty-one. For he made him, mean Jesus. God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Romans chapter five verse nine. Much more than having been. Justified by His blood, everyone say justified. Justified. 
So the blood of Jesus Christ justifies us or makes us righteous. <clears throat> we cannot be righteous by our own good deeds. Impossible. We always do sinning. We always do make mistake. We have some weaknesses, and we sometimes say wrong thing. We have bad attitude sometimes. Think in the wrong way. How many people admit that we still sin every day? I'm still sinning every day. I need to repent every day. Practically, we are still sinning, but positionally, the blood of Jesus Christ make us righteous. When the Father look at us from heaven right now, He does not see you, but He sees. The blood of Jesus over you, so He seed righteousness over you because the blood of Jesus put righteousness over you. The blood of Jesus cover you, make you look righteous. So you don't need to walk around in your school or in your workplace thinking that you are a sinner anymore. You are not a sinner. You are a saint, a righteous person in the eyes of God positionally. Like me, I am American. I have American citizen. I still speak with accent. I still eat rice. I still eat sushi. I'm not Japanese, but I'm American. But I eat sushi. I love sushi. But positionally, I am American. You see the picture. You are not perfect. You still have sin in your life, but positionally, you are righteous. By the blood of Jesus Christ, look at number four, <clears throat> Hebrews ten nineteen to twenty. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus Christ, by a new living way which He consecrated us through the veil that is His flesh. This is the fourth benefit of the blood of Jesus, that we can have an Access into the presence of God. Sinner cannot go into the presence of God. Sinner cannot get close to God because sin separates man from God. Sin causes to be away from God. But because the blood of Jesus cleanses, we become pure and holy and righteous in the eyes of God now. So you can approach the presence of God. You can go into the holy of holies. You can approach God and pray and ask for His mercy and His help anytime. The blood of Jesus gives us the way to get into relationship with God, to come into relationship with the Father. Are you glad? You are not approaching God by your own goodness. You cannot boast that oh, you know, I'm a pastor. Oh, you know, I finished Bible school. Oh, you know, I'm a care group leader. I have been Christian for 10 years. Therefore, God, you need to listen to me. Not at all. You approach God. You can come into contact with God, into His presence, by the blood of Jesus Christ. No one can boast about it. Jesus did it for you. That's number four. Number five. Hebrews 13:12. This is amazing that there are so many things that the blood of Jesus did for us. Hebrews thirteen twelve, therefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. The Bible say the blood of Jesus sanctify us. 
What does it mean? Sanctify. Mean make you holy. Make you separate for the use of God. This cup in front of me, if it's used by God, is holy. It's sanctified. It's set apart to be used by God. That's why every furniture in the temple of God in the Old Testament time, all the furniture were holy because they were set apart to be used by God. We all set apart by the blood of Jesus Christ to be the servant of God. It's not by your own good deeds. It's not by the diploma on the wall that you are the servant of God. You're set apart to be holy people by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amazing. Amen. That's why you cannot boast at all that I'm this, I'm that, I have this position in the church. You have those gifts and you have those calling and offices in the body of Christ by the blood of Jesus Christ. He sanctified you. He set you apart to be used by Him. Hebrews 9.14 Number 6 How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. The blood of Jesus cleanses our conscience. How many of you before you know God more and more, you were walking in guilt. Your conscience is very damaged. You feel that I'm not worthy. I have done so many bad things. God, I don't think I deserve to serve you. I don't deserve to, to be used by you. You feel guilty all the time. You have guilt on the inside of you. Your conscience is so shaken. You can see that a lot of people still like that in the church. And they don't want to look at your eyes. They walk away. When, uh, <clears throat> when they walk into the church, they kind of hide themselves behind certain area. They don't want to talk to you. They feel guilty. They feel that they are so dirty. They are not worthy in the eyes of God. But the blood of Jesus cleanses our conscience to be pure and clean so that we can serve God. Amen. How many people grow up in the kind of spirit of self-condemnation and spirit of low self-esteem? How many people grow up that way? I'm one of them. I had really low self-esteem and very a lot of guilt in, on the inside of me. So God had changed me a lot in the past years to see my own value, that I'm so valuable, that Christ bought me out of darkness by the blood of Jesus. And by that blood, He cleanses my conscience. He makes me see my own value. And I don't look down myself anymore. I can look at people's eyes and smile and say, I don't need to kind of hide myself behind a veil or behind any books. When I talk to people, I don't need to put a book in front of me. Or I remember when we were young, a lot of hippies people in my time. People have long hairs and they put hair close to their eyes so that no one can see their eyes. 
and they don't need to see people's eyes because they try to hide themselves behind the long hair. You remember those days? I mean, you maybe you were not you were not born yet. <coughs> I remember your brother when he first came to church. He had a long hair, and he was standing behind against the wall and don't want to look at anybody's eyes. He just hit himself behind his hair, behind his clothes, have guilt feeling, self-condemnation, low self-esteem. But the blood of Jesus can cleanse all those guilt feeling away and you become the servant of the living God. Amen. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. Revelation 12 11. And they, mean Christians, overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Not only we are cleansed in our conscience, not only we are redeemed, we are made righteous by the blood of Jesus, but we can overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb is upon you right now. Everywhere you go, He shed His blood and covered you with His blood. Everywhere you go, you need to understand that the devil is afraid of you. You don't walk to anywhere and feel like, oh, the devil is going to kill me. He's going to choke my neck. He will knock on my head. No, you overcome Him because you have the blood of the Lamb upon your life. He has to be afraid of you. You don't need to be afraid of the devil. He is afraid of you and he has to run away from you. Amen? The blood of the Lamb on your life chased them away. You overcame them already 2,000 years ago by the blood of the Lamb. So as Christians, we don't need to be afraid of demons or demonic power or Satan at all. We have overcome the devil. Amen. So these are seven things that the blood positionally have done for us. The blood has done for us positionally. And you need to know your position. This is my point at the end of seven things here. You need to know who you are. Because if you don't know, you can be taken advantage of. I know that I am American. So no one can take advantage of me. If I don't know the law, I don't know that I have the right of being an American, people can take advantage of me. The problem is many Christians don't know their position. They don't know what they have because of the ignorant, being ignorant, because of lack of knowledge, the devil take advantage of them. This lesson helps you to know your position. Number one, let's say at the same time, I have victory. victory. Number two, my conscience is clear. My conscience is clear. I'm not guilty. I'm not guilty. Number three, I am set apart. I am set apart. By the blood. By the blood. I'm a servant of God. I'm holy. I'm holy. Number four, I can approach God I can approach the presence of God anytime I can can approach the presence of God anytime anytime. and I can draw His mercy 
and His help. Number five, I am righteous. I am righteous. I'm not a sinner. Number six, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. When I walk in the light. When I walk in the light. Number seven, I am redeemed. Amen. I don't belong to the devil anymore. Amen. I belong to God. Amen. Hallelujah. This is your position by the blood of the Lamb. Why blood? Why not nose, hair of Jesus? Why not the ear of Jesus that saved us? Why, why the blood of Jesus? It's a good question. Because that's how God ordained to be. In Old Testament times, the high priest would enter the most holy place each year to sprinkle the blood of an animal sacrifice on the altar. Sprinkling on the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God. In order to make an atonement for the whole nation of Israel before the Lord. So in the Old Testament, God decided to use the blood for atonement, for the remission of sin. And this is what the Bible says in Leviticus 17, verse 11. Leviticus 17, 11. For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourself on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. Naturally, we can live, our life is in the blood. Do you agree with me? Why when the heart stops pumping, you die? The main reason because the blood doesn't flow to other part of the body. The blood carries oxygen, carry glucose, carry protein to all the cells in the body, to your brain, to your hippocampus to your brainstem, to your lung, to every part of the body. So the blood carries the essential thing to maintain life. That's why scientifically or naturally, your life is in the blood. Without the blood, you die, for sure. Any part of the body, no blood go, gangrene. That's why people with diabetes have amputation. Because diabetes causes a lot of plague or the, a lot of accumulation of cholesterol and bad thing in the vessel so the vessel become constricted and eventually the blood could not go through and that part of the body beyond that vessel become gangrene you have to cut it off so life is in the blood and God designed that way for our human being our human body and in order to save you from death somebody needs to give life exchange Life and death exchange. And because the life is in the blood, somebody has to give blood. <laughs> you see the picture now? That in the Old Testament time before Jesus came, every single year, animal have to die. Shed their blood, sprinkle on the altar to make atonement, to pay for the penalty of sin, which is death of the children of Israel. When you look at Leviticus 17, 11, you can see that, number one, God naturally gives you blood. Who 
created your body, God, who designed the heart, the lung, the blood, everything. He, he designed the blood. He designed and he created the blood to be in your body. So that's why he say, "I have given it to you." God give you blood. It's just the provision of God. Naturally, He provide for you the blood. Two, spiritually, He provide for you the blood of Jesus Christ to give you spiritual life. So the significance of the blood is that it's a provision of God. Two, the blood is a price paying act. To make atonement or reconciliation, which means that somebody pay for your penalty. I always quote this story that a man did some illegal thing. He went to court, and he was standing before his judge. The judge was sitting on the throne, and after looking at all the evidences, he was a guilty man. He either have to pay one million dollar or go to jail for 20 years. That is the sentence, but after the jury say he is guilty, the judge say, "Are you gonna pay or are you gonna go to jail?" He say, "You know, I think I need to go to jail. I have no money." But the judge say, "No, you don't need to go to jail. You can be released." And after he say that, he writes a check, one million dollar, to pay for him. The judge himself, because the judge was his dad. Legally, he was guilty, but by the grace of the Father, he was released. But somebody has to pay for that illegal action, and the Father pay provision from the Father that one million dollars. The same thing, our Father in heaven knows that we are guilty, we make mistake, but He want to release us. He doesn't want us to be in hell. He doesn't want us to be in the hand of the devil. What did he do? He write a check, and that check is the blood of Jesus Christ. Because your, the penalty of your sin is death. The penalty of that man was one million dollar. The penalty of your sin is death. He has to take that death and pay the price one million dollar check for you. You see the picture now. The blood is a price-paying action of God. Pay the price which matches our offense to God, against God, and cancel all the offense of the sin against God. That's why Jesus came into the world as a sinless offering. He shed His own blood once for all for all of us. Are you thankful that we don't need to kill animal anymore? One time, wipe it out all the sin. We just have to receive by faith. Amen. Okay, so God set up this principle to save man. The judgment of sin is death, but the forgiveness of God is by the blood, which gives us life, and He took death upon Himself. Last thing I want to share. Now understand why blood, not ear, not nose, not liver, not finger, to pay for us, but His blood. How the blood of Jesus affects our daily life today. Now, practical point: How does the blood of Jesus affects our daily life? The first one: The blood of Jesus Christ gives us victory over 
our rebellion. By the power of the blood, you can say no to self and say yes to God. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus, our High Priest, His strained of knowing of going to the cross was so bad to the point that the, all the capillaries and the small vessel on his skin broke, and the blood came out with his sweat. The sweat came out as blood. It was so bad. Can you imagine? Just thinking about going to the cross alone, how tough to be nailed. But he did not only go to the cross and got nailed, but he has to receive all the blood, uh, all the sin of mankind, of every generation, all the curses, the rejection of the Father, all the bad things were going to be on him. How strained, how, how tough to go through that. He knows in a few hours he's going to face that terrible condition. That's why the blood vessel broke. But in that period of time, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed, not my will, but yours be done. By the power of the blood, you can do the same thing. You can say to God, not my will, but yours be done. Amen. Yesterday, I talked to some leader in Pasadena that it's much more difficult to be a local pastor, local church pastor. Why? Because you have to deal with people's life. People complain. People give you a hard time. You come into the church, you preach, you leave. Bye-bye. You're famous. Everyone like your CD. Listen or honor you. But in the local church, they see your weaknesses. They know that you're not perfect. So the temptation is to go that way. But I have to say, it's not my will, but your will. I need to continue to be a local pastor, local church pastor. I remember when I was a new pastor, I really struggled because I saw my friends happy go on the boat every Sunday, go on the boat in the Lake Washington and enjoy life on the airplane on the weekend, flying to here and there. They have many, many vacations. They can go to Europe for two to three weeks, but I'm stuck in the church every Sunday. I cannot go on the boat. I cannot enjoy what most neurosurgeons enjoy. I really struggle, I have to admit to you, at the beginning of my pastoral work. Because my flesh was still strong. At that time, I was not in the fire of God yet. So the flesh is so strong, but I have to say, not my will, but your will. I have to die to myself, not to look at those neurosurgeons, but give up my Sunday, give up my comfortable life for God. Amen? I know that you all go through different things than me, but we all need to say that too. Not my my will, but your will. Number two. Genesis 3.18 Both thorns and thistle it shall bring forth for you and you shall eat the herb of the field. The second thing that the blood in the practical point today help us is that we are not living in the curse anymore. The thorn and thistle is a sign of curse. When Adam and Eve sinned, they got the curse. On that day, Jesus has the crown of thorn on his head. He shed blood, his blood on his forehead to show that he destroyed the curse in our life. So we are free from the curse, but we are blessed by God. Amen. Tell yourself every day, I'm blessed. I'm not cursed. Amen. 
Don't look at yourself defeated, failure, cursed. You look at yourself. I am blessed. I will have good family. My kids will do well. I will not be poor. I'm the blessing, because the blood of Jesus on his forehead already destroyed the curse for me. Amen. That's number two. Number three. First Peter two twenty four. He bore our sin in his body on the tree, that we. Having died to sin, might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. Number three is on that post when he was whipped. He shed his blood, and that blood for our healing, physical healing, mental healing, spiritual healing. Lately, I have been praying and exercising my faith. For a few people in our church that could not hold a job, these people came from a very broken background. They could not find a job when they work. They could not have concentration to finish the work. So the family really suffer. The wife really suffer because the husband keep losing job, could not find a job. So when I pray for these people, you know, I pray for members a lot, and especially this group of people, I pray, Father. By the blood of Jesus Christ, by the stripe of Jesus, this mental illness is healed. They can hold a job. They can function. They will do well. Amen. So we need to believe that the blood of Jesus already healed them from this mental illness. A lot of people have mental illness. They have attention deficit disorder. Some people could not even sit down and do things more than 15 minutes, and then they have to. Get up and walk around. Some people have a mentality that cannot even work, and that's why they're on street right now. A lot of people on the street not because they are not having good ability to do job, but because they could not hold a job, so they lost their apartment, they lost everything. But the blood of Jesus not only healed physical illness, but healed the mental illness, healed the spiritual illness. Amen. Have faith. Amen. Amen. You Amen. can have victory. The blood of Jesus heal you. Amen. Last one, number four, the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross is to set you free from condemnation of sin. Romans chapter eight verses one to two. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life is in Christ Jesus, has made me free from the law of sin and death. The blood of Jesus Christ, the shed on the Calvary, keep us to be free from condemnation. You don't need to live in condemnation anymore. You are the precious son and daughter of God. You are precious. Amen. We need to believe that. Today we learn about the blood of Jesus. Go home and read this scripture again and again, and believe that this is for you and for your brothers and sisters, and live. According to what the Bible say, Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for everything that you have done for us. Help us, Lord. Remind us. Bring to our memory all the time what the blood did for us, Lord. And we can exercise faith for ourselves, for our church, for people around us, for our loved ones. And help us to bring more people into the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, 
Amen. Amen. We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206-275-1042 or visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address, New Hope International Church, 9170 Southeast 64th Street, Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much. 